Hello, I'm Adam's mother, Charlotte, and uh, I want to warn you in advance, this movie may have things of a sexual nature. I know, I know. Push pause, and instead it put stop, and it said, do you want to stop rental, whatever. I, I deleted the rental. From what? On my computer. On the iTunes. iTunes. I watched it on. I watched what I watched of it on my on my iPad. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So, it is. Yeah. <laughs> you just lowered the value of your iPad. This is uh, proudly resents Adam Spiegel and joined uh, by Adam Felber and Judith Benezra. Thank Very you. nice. We are recording at Tau Creative Studios in Hollywood. They're nice enough. Which is an awesome place, by the way. It's really awesome. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. I can tell you, I don't know what the hell they do here, but it is really beautiful. Yeah. If you do anything. something and you want to be in a nice spot with good people, come here. I don't yeah, know exactly what it is do they do. They do anything. They might be making porn, although it would be audio porn. I it guess. would be audio porn. Fantastic <laughs> not, audio porn. Not, I guess it sounds good. I mean, it's relaxed. Good. If you're it's driving, so you can't be watching. It's very yeah. zen. Do <laughs> I get a hot towel to wipe my hands with and some edamame? I feel like we're in a spa. We're definitely in a spa right now. We're in a hot box. and It's such a nice place. Sorry, we're in a nice, nice, we're in a nice place talking about terrible films, uh, movies so good because they're so bad. We're going to talk about Good Luck Chuck. I don't right off the back. I do know people involved in this film, and uh, oh. so I apologize to them, but screw it. I'm still talking. Who, who about do you know? It. Let's start by yeah. naming names. Dish. No, not naming names. <laughs> Come on, they're in the credits. Adam. They're in the credits. They're high in the credits. Are they um, named Smithy or something or? It should be. This movie stars Dane <laughs> Cook, who might be one of the people I've worked with in my past, who I think is a very funny comedian. Dane Cook, obviously a big comic. He starts selling on arenas. MySpace, everyone loves him. He's the hot thing, so he starts making movies. Yeah. This is his second movie to come out as Hot Dane Cook. It's supposed to be a rom-com, but at, at, at kind of point in the beginning, it changes. It's about 20 different movies at once, but let me give you a quick synopsis. It's a guy named Chuck who's played by Dane Cook who gets cursed as a kid that every woman he sleeps with will goes on to the next man to marry and marries the next man. Right? That's, that's, exa- that's exactly the plot. Um, it's a weird curse, by the way. You just handed that out to everybody in one sentence. I believe it takes 25 minutes of establishing that, doesn't it? I mean, <laughs> they just keep establishing it. Oh. Yeah, they could have done it really yeah, quick. Well, yeah, we see, we see it opens with uh, with a bunch of kids playing Seven Minutes in Heaven. You know, you have to, it's like a spin the bodily, uh, now i got to go in the closet and right. spend but seven t- minutes with But it. did you not, were you not alarmed that 10-year-olds are talking about fingering oh. in oh, yeah, the it's closet? Really like, I was like a little... It was kind of like... Uh, I don't get offended, but <laughs> no. that was I thought someone was going to come in and take my computer away. Yeah. <laughs> it was that bad. And so, act- so, then, so then, like, he, I guess he disses this girl, and she ends well, no, up cursing him right there, like three Wait, minutes in. And can we talk about the girl who's wearing, like... A leather, that's what like training bra. Yeah, she's supposedly like, like an eleven-year-old training bra. But, but we're still ten chick. years old, yeah. right? We yes. agree these kids are like ten. Yes. She's in this S and M training bra. Yes. It is so awful. And Adam, I don't know if you remember this. The first time we watched this movie, uh, you invited me with your friends to watch this movie, The Bunk Dance. A bunch of guys watch bad Thanks films. Thanks for the invitation. You're welcome. And I bring the film, and I think I'm going to be a cool guy. I put in the film. And then there's 10-year-olds in bondage outfits mm-hmm. making out in closets. 
and we've been we've been fucked with before too. So we think maybe maybe Adam Spiegelman. I I knew you, but the other guys are like maybe he's brought us some kind of kitty porn. <laughs> I was like, oh no, this is going south fast. We got to get out of here. And this is a real film, and this is a real scene in the film. So yes. right, so he the won't, first scene in the film. He won't do anything with her. I'm not sure why. So she curses him, which is a weird curse. It's saying yeah. it's, it, the curse is the curse should be no woman will stay with you. Right. But the curse in the movie they establish time and time again is that every woman's with you, the next guy she's with. Yeah. And so it, will be the guy for her. Yeah. And yeah. Dane Cook describes this as a fairy tale for it's a fairy tale for the publishers of Maxim. You can bang hot women, but you'll never fall in love, is the quote. W U V. That's not even what the movie is. <sighs> Well, the movie changes. It's about 20 movies in one, yeah. right? I mean, we got the klutzy chick, which is from uh, What About Mary? Sex mm-hmm. scene montage, uh, Wedding Crashers. Mm-hmm. There's penguins, March of the Penguins. They don't yeah, even yeah, fool penguins. around. Yeah. Um, and then the fat, sloppy best friend who sleeps yeah. with lots of women, uh, John Candy and Splash. And fruit, by the way. We'll get to that. Oh, right. So American Pie is <laughs> fucking food. Does he? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. He, he masturbates in a grapefruit. Right. Which is a lot of the well, very massaging acidic, his rectum yeah. with a uh, plate scrubber. And why is well, he doing that? Why is he doing that? Do you I, remember? Is there any setup for why he's doing it? Doesn't doesn't when that, that happened, I was so relieved that it wasn't kitty porn. I was like, as long as it's not kids, you can do whatever you want with the rest of the stuff. I, I like that you described it as a rom com because I'm not quite sure. Why do you say that? Well, Judy has something to say about that, I'm pretty sure. Do you Judy, think that uh, grapefruit, by the way, was a ruby red? The, Those are so acidic. I, you, just, uh, you, <laughs> you don't take chances with something like that. Uh, you know what? You're right. That probably is an awful, <laughs> awful fruit. Yeah. Of all fruits. Yeah. Really? really? There's no pumpkins? Right, yeah, I mean, I don't yeah, want to give kids ideas. Uh, but but you No, know, kids, me. stick to melon or something. <laughs> what, were you like, what did you think this movie was going to be? I don't think they were setting us up for romantic comedy. I think they were trying to do kind of like a sex romp, like a wedding crashers... Or some—I don't know about something about Mary, but something that was, um, yeah, a little bit more just that raunchy kind of. I think funny something about Mary sex. is the way to go. Yeah, that maybe. Was yeah, kind of a rom-com, but yeah. it was a really, really fairly. Yeah, so. but the difference was that was funny. Yeah, yeah, and it was. But this movie is so mean that it can't oh. be funny. Like it hates women. It hates him. And if you're fat and you're guy. a woman, it well, must be hilarious to have well, sex with right, you. So this guy, that was really so horrible. The fairy tale part of this is for men is that women find out that Chuck is uh, has this curse, so they all want to sleep with him. Yeah. So they and can he's find a dentist, too. He's a dentist now, years later. Right. He's a dentist. His best friend, who was a slob as a kid, is now the John Candy slob guy mm-hmm. as an adult. And Plastic surgeon only does breasts. Right, because he loves breasts. But the curse is that he, these women need to get married, so they want to sleep with them. Right. So only hot porno playboy chicks are in this movie. Like, and, yeah, and they're showing up at his dentist office, mm-hmm. kind in of droves. like literally lining up in droves to sleep with him, so that they can marry the next guy they're with. Because they, these women obviously are having so much problems meeting men. But whenever an ugly woman or a fat woman or an overweight woman tries to have sex with him, he is against it. It's an awful situation that he's in, right? Well, I mean, at the end, well, that yeah. you know, like there was the one, what was her, Eleanor Skeppel? So yes. to <laughs> prove that this is not a curse, they find the ugliest, most disgusting woman ever, who is played by a woman who is actually like a, that size. A real so. woman, yeah. and it's despicable. It is. Yeah. She is rather large, yeah. they, and they do everything. They make sure that they show that she has armpit hair and that she has like a huge bush down there under right. her bathing and her suit. her first line that she utters is a fart. 
So it's yes. not really a line. Yes. <laughs> she lifts her leg and farts. Yeah, they do a line reading. The director gave her a line. And when yeah, he no. takes her to dinner, of course, she like rubs the food all over her face. She doesn't really eat it, and it's, it's so like mean. a fifty-pound lobster. She's <laughs> eating through the shell. Right, and then he's got a proposition. And ha- her. Oh, and has no teeth, by the way. Remember, her teeth are sitting in the water cup that's oh. next. to yeah, He has to sleep with this this tremendous woman. Yeah, and, and who actually, while smearing food on her face at dinner, uh, this part really stuck out in my memory. While smearing her food on her face at dinner, he he propositions her because he got to sleep with her, and she says something along the lines of like, "I'm gonna fuck you till you're dead." But in the plot, they had to find someone who was disgusting, so they yeah. they made this woman disgusting. But they, and his assistant. The That's nurse. what I want to talk about. That is the, the heartbreaking Reba. part. Reba. Reba. There's a the only black character. She's the only black yeah. character in the whole film. Is she's sassy. A, of course, she's a sassy, uh, overweight black woman. Yeah. Of course, they have to go to every stereotype, and she shows up at his house because um, she wants to have this curse. And, and a she, trench coat. The sexy lingerie underneath. Oh, right, I'd forgotten. That. So oh. sad. And he pity fucks her. But she because says, he really likes her and he wants her to find But it love. hits every stereotype there is. Like, she goes, oh, my Walter, when he died, I haven't, since so he's a widow. Yes. She can't find anybody. And, I mean, it couldn't have been more, like, awkward. I, I want to say she said she went to church, but maybe that's my own <laughs> issue slipping in. I don't know. So she <laughs> okay. Suddenly, what movie are we in? Uh, I don't know. I'm making it my own. But he says, uh, she's like, oh, please do it. You, this is so awful. You can pretend to be some, uh, you can pretend I'm somebody else. Yeah. Right. And then he, right. in a very nice way, because he's a sweet guy. He's says, like, okay, I'll pretend I, you're somebody else. <laughs> no, that's not what he said. <laughs> he says, I'll pretend I'm you. And she's like, all right, listen, to your brain. <laughs> And should we backtrack that it takes 40 minutes, if not longer, for him to figure out the curse? Let's finish this up. How does he not know his whole life he has his curse? He's going to all these weddings. The woman said when he was 10 years old, you've been cursed. Here's the curse. Right. And then didn't you see the credits? (laughs) <laughs> Didn't he read the terrible reviews? Maybe he doesn't like to read his own reviews. After, so after the spin the bottle and the curse, it, the next scene is him on the beach getting blown by his naked girlfriend. Right. Who right. does say something about, or he, she says, I love you, and he won't say, I love you. And she's got sand, she's licking the sand off of his balls, and she storms off because she's pissed. Right. So we establish he's a Lothario noncommittal guy. So he's not a good guy. He's not looking for a relationship. Right. right. And so she storms off and then meets a guy and marries. Right. And then he goes to this wedding and all these girls start, there's a buzz about, oh, that guy, that guy. He gets toasted. The wedding, the the bride, who was an ex-girlfriend, toasts him. Right. And that's the kind of the beginning of the reveal of, oh, he's this guy. But we've already seen him be cursed. Yes. We but know now, he's that But guy. we need to see him for 45 minutes he have sex old. with girls. So it must have been, there's a, we talked about this before, but network notes must have been crazy. Like, Wedding Crashers must have came out while they're writing or shooting it. And there's a very funny scene in Wedding Crashers where they have a montage of women that they sleep with. Right. And they throw them down to bed topless, and they go, like, one to the next to the next. This isn't montage. This is nine split screen, then a 16 split screen right. of him. And I, f- I feel like, honestly, it was, let's show as much of Dane Cook's body as we po- like, he needs to, the working out. Okay, we get it. He's got a good body, but he should stop so working out and start being funny. Oh, no, I it doesn't work for me. I watched it in HD. Right. <laughs> no, but there's a montage where he's having they split. I mean, split the screen like eight thousand things where he's having yeah. sex with like forty 
ridiculously hot women, right? But in also, like, in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> yeah, well, they got to come up with different <laughs> ideas. Hey, literally hanging from some kind of construction rafter. Right, you see him upside down. Because we've got to see the, doing the, upside down the amazing thing. body stuff. Um, Easy. What, so, other, what other positions? They're all over. There's, all over, there's every position possible, but it's like In every location. Right. But every it, kind of girl. Small boobs. Big boobs, fake boobs, real boobs. Right, but all of them there's super hot. There's a Christian hot, girl. Oh yeah. There's a well, there's the a funny girl. girls. Yeah, you got to be funny one. Yeah, then girls. there was the one who was like all coquettish and cutesy, and then she's like, <laughs> like crazy, you know. Yeah, girl. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. So did did Dan Cook get hosed by Hollywoodness? Are you of the opinion that he's a talented comedian who they just threw him into the the soup of like making movies? As a character too soon? I think yes. And I think he listened to a lot of people, the wrong people, including himself. Like, for this sex scene <laughs> with 8,000 screens, it's like, we're going to be better than uh, Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers had a we're montage. Out Wedding Crashers, Wedding Crashers. That's exactly what was said. <laughs> and definitely not in these films where he plays these hateful guys. I mean, yeah. my Wait best friend's girl. And we are overlooking one thing. Go ahead. Do you remember, as a dentist, he fixes his teeth in Guatemala. They throw that in. That? There's not a right. no, I don't know. He's they not don't the really most reprehensible. No, no but there's just, a picture. Yeah, they make reference to yes. the fact that he's because he's, he's not, not going to go there for the movie. Fun movie. I'd rather see a montage of eighty hot women yeah. getting wheelbarrowed than a guy going to Guatemala and helping kids. I mean, really? God bless if him. If you were hoping that Act Two was like Dane Cook <laughs> fixing teeth in Guatemala, you know, I'm glad they made the movie. Well, by the time we got to Act Three, I was hoping for it. I bet you Ryan Reynolds really does go to Guatemala. You and your Ryan Reynolds. Enough. That Should guy. we talk about Jessica Alba? Let's go right now. I really want to. So she's the klutzy one. She's so clumsy that when she's in his car and she touches a button, the convertible top flies off. Yeah, that's how clumsy she is. Yeah, that she can just touch a button. Touch a button. Yeah, that's how shitty that car she's is. Like by this, the way. <laughs> she's this incredibly hot schlep rock. Yes. Yeah. She's just. <laughs> You gotta Google Schlepprock, I'm not explaining it. But it is a perfect term. Yes. Yeah. She electrocutes him with she the jumper does, cables. Oh, you're right, you're right. She does all these things. But she is but but in fairness, the truthful part of this movie is she is so hot that he's like, She's I don't hot. care. Like she just electrocuted, she ruined my classic car, my pants, everything she she stabs him in the back literally. With the utens the yeah. uh, dentist uh, accoutrement. He didn't mean the dentist protection, but listen, I'm not here. It wasn't. It wasn't the the dental association did not give its approval of oh, this really? film. Yes, and that's did the ADA have a problem with this? <laughs> <laughs> it held back releasing because the ADA was like, "Listen, you got to wear a screen." Yeah, it was big Hollywood is no match for big well, the teeth. Cup was yeah. the wrong size of the thing. Yeah, but it, so that's the truth. That's, part. Like, yeah, they, they, would, they couldn't rent a spit sink after a while. No, they couldn't. Yeah, because not in they, town. the ADA shut them down. It's yeah, like they the just military, use a regular sink. The military gave like Top Gun all their planes. <laughs> you know, like this, they're like, we're out. And there's nothing happening. But I mean, is that a believable? Dr. Like, Glickstein drops by. It's like, we're withdrawing our support for this movie. <laughs> not the Glickstein. Glickstein, yeah. listen, we'll see if we can make things happen. I'll tell you this. I would believe Ryan Reynolds was a dentist. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, here's the truth. So we're saying. He can do oral surgery on me anytime. Watching this movie I've got a like dental dam for you. <laughs> dental dam. <laughs> dental dam. <laughs> All right, so the one plausible part of this movie is how much Ed, you know he's willing to do for Jessica Alba because Jessica Alba is so amazingly good looking. But yes. they don't give her any other. I mean, she's cute. She likes penguins. She has a brother who gets high. That's another guy we're going to talk about. All right. So, but so yeah, so she's klutzy. I don't know why they do that. 
to beautiful I mean, is that why well it's to give her a trait she needs a trait what's it going to be we're right. sitting out of room she needs a trait she, she needs can't a thing. be too she needs perfect she needs no, that, that one perfect. quirk what's that one quirk? thing yeah. is it a, is her nose it's a little goofy. sideways yeah. no, no. So, you know. she's bad at scrabble no no, no we cut the scrabble scene. <laughs> she's clumsy what about boggle okay boggle oh all right, we'll go. Close. She's Jewish. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> Listen, we want to get a rated R movie. Um, yeah, so she's a clumsy and, girl. And, of course, her clumsiness is what brings her back into his life. She meets him very briefly at the wedding, but then she falls and breaks her tooth. The most ridiculous thing. She breaks her she, tooth. And the, then... The tie-in to the penguins is that she works in the penguin zoo, mm-hmm. penguin museum. Who she never penguin. accidentally kills, by the way. I mean, you'd think somebody that clumsy just has like a trail of dead penguins behind her. But like, the clumsiness doesn't apply to her dealing take her penguin with this over. very delicate life form. Uh, penguins are the only thing that center her. Well, the Penguin Association actually did not approve this either. No, they, didn't. they took their approval away also. Also, Dr. Glickman was Dr. Sa- Dan, same guy. Same guy. He spreads thin. <laughs> yeah, he's he's head of the state. ADA and the American Penguin Association. <laughs> The APA. <laughs> APA to you and me. You can't do anything in this town without APA. Hollywood is run by the APA. Yeah, yeah they say the Jews. Never no, APA. it's the APA. That's the penguins. One Jew. One Jew and a lot Lickstein. of penguins. Um, so she works in this penguin <laughs> museum farm mm-hmm. outlet. It's Aqua World. <laughs> Breaks her tooth. She's, she's the most clumsiest woman in the world. Mm-hmm. Her brother works there also, and he's a stoner. Mm-hmm. So these are the worst people to have around live he animals. He walks yeah. around with no shirt on in many of the scenes, too. Right. Yeah. Like, Let's hire the clumsiest woman in the world and her stoner brother <laughs> to take care of our penguins. Glickstein must have had a fit when he heard about this. <laughs> <laughs> you don't treat penguins like that! <laughs> yeah, so the boss is obviously out to lunch. He pays them very little. They, no one really checks up on these guys. Oh, yeah. they, the they go- problem is that if he consummates the relationship, then the next guy that she meets... She will then fall in love with, and it won't be him. So he doesn't want to sleep. So he with her. doesn't want to sleep with her. So he feigns illness, and they do phone chatting and skyping, and uh, and that's all ridiculous. Her? Wait, wait. So you said he doesn't know he's cursed this whole movie. Not- he meets her. He goes on a date. Of course, she bangs her head again, and he's about to have sex with her. And his friend calls and says, "Wait a second. And I know we've been saying this for forty minutes, but I think." <laughs> That you're cursed. I've just researched all the women you've ever slept with, and they're all married to the next guy they dated. Yeah. And so he doesn't sleep with her, and that's when Eleanor, what's her name? Skeppel comes into the picture. So if I can sleep with the ugliest monstrosity of a woman, and she actually gets, that will confirm that it's a curse. Right. right. And she gets nobody married. will ever marry her. She's going to die unloved because she's so gross is the right. message that we're getting. So he, I he puts with on her. the brakes with she Alba. comes in late to the office. Go ahead. And then he goes to find... He go, he, yeah, so he has sex so with he, Eleanor Schnippel. Yeah, he, he has so, sex with Schnippel. And Who, then I'm his you, friend is supposed to go out with her. Remember, his friend to so, test if that really is a hex is that he's supposed to ask her out, go out with her, and if nothing happens, and not then there's her. no Basically, hex. if he doesn't end up marrying her. Then there's no hex. Then there's no hex. And he tells her, you're off the hook. But and he, that's when they... So he's in the clear to, to, to bone just But to go mm-hmm. out with this awful... They both don't want to go out with this awfully mm-hmm. ugly woman. Mm-hmm. To a point where the guy's screaming and yelling. And there's a thing he calls the friend card. Pulling out the friend card. And he yeah. mimes pulling out a card. And, all right, I'll go out with this awful woman. But the chance that he might marry her. So did he not go out with her? Is that what the point? He didn't. He no. said that he did, but he really there's admitted the end of the movie. Here. Wait. He asked her 
uh, what time it was. That comes uh, at the very end. He reveals that. Of course, but she earlier would he reveals that he didn't go out with her because Dane Cook flicks on the TV. I think it's the morning after he's finally <laughs> slept with Jessica Alba, and then there's like some news report about Steppel getting married. Yes, even Steppel got married, even ladies. Steppel, go hang yourself. He stepped Steppel, and Steppel's going. To so the in this movie, beautiful like Playboy women, they can't get meet a man at all. But mm-hmm. and Steppel gets married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So I don't know why that was news, but they made it news somehow, and he freaks out. Yeah, that out. was news. Oh, it was obesity in America. That's <laughs> right. what it was. Which is another false because those obesity in America things they always show from the neck down. They yes. they show mm. like footage. Whatever the story is, if it has to do with obesity, it's the same mm-hmm. footage of like because they don't get re- they don't get releases from people. Yeah. Fat people yeah. walking. Yeah. Can we get some B roll of fat people walking? <laughs> yeah. And then there's oh. that eternal B roll shot of like a, a fat ass in a folding chair as viewed from behind. <laughs> Just like, sitting there waiting for a parade for, or something. For some reason, that guy, that that guy <laughs> that guy d- does a lot of work. Yeah. He gets around a lot. Back right. on point. So he then. Uh, has sex with Jessica Alba. Finds out that Steppel's married. And now is freaking out because he cannot lose her. So he goes psycho. So it becomes another movie again. He becomes it's psycho boyfriend movie. And here's where here's where Dane Cook's they're trying to, to marry his comedic style to this character that is now desperately trying to impress and it and it's a really kind of horrible mismatch. What comes off as mean? Like, yeah, he comes off as mean and um I, I don't know. He's trying to be a, a manic guy in, in a mode that he's not generally. He he does all these stunts, and she's finally like, sorry, he's finally he like get away flowers, from flowers, but it's not just flowers. It's he's in and he's in the costume. All the flowers. I thought it was kind of funny costume. though. He shows up in a penguin costume, and there's a yeah. barbershop quartet. Barbershop quartet. <laughs> very funny singing scene. the what is the uh, Beyonce song? Oh yeah. It was crazy in love or something. Yeah, it right. Was, yeah. At the time, like yeah. they would have changed it if they did it later on. But yeah, so it was that was a very funny scene, I think. Totally crazy. So he's nuts. Now it's like they wrote themselves <laughs> in a corner, though. Now what do we do? Oh wait, he also goes to her place of work, and accidentally—I don't remember how—he falls into the pool of penguins, and the penguins uh, snap at him and uh, legal right for his penis. They, yeah, but you know why? Why they know comedy. Yeah. They know that's funny. They don't go for your penis. I mean, Glickstein was offended, and he was right. Glickstein wrote a letter. Was it Glickman or Glickstein? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so the penguins attack him comically and is nuts, and it's so ridiculous. And he's harassing her, and he's making some girl mm-hmm. say, you know, go out with her. And he thinks she's dating some guy, and he beats up some the wrong guy. And it's her hairdresser. Well, now, why was the hairdresser at work? I don't believe that. I think she's lying, by the way. I think this thing. Oh, really? Yeah. No. <laughs> she's at, she has a date and appointment book with Bob. By the way, she's in a book club. Yeah. Do you notice that on the calendar? No. Oh, wow. When he sees her calendar, on it says Wednesday date with who we assumed is, but now we know is you know the hairdresser. Is, we don't know where to go. They, they don't know where to go with this film. This guy's a stalker. He's they're never going to get back together. He's, he's so, so crazy awful. in love with her. He does, he's trying so hard to not lose her. Thereby, ironically, actually, that's how he loses her. her. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So, he, so now the movie's over. Like, what do you do? We're done. Now he realizes. Like the police song, when you love someone, you have to set them free. So he goes back to his the girl that cursed him. Now, yeah. Now well, this is a weird part of the movie. He then goes and finds the girl who the the uh, leather wearing eleven year old now all grown up finds her to ask her to remove the curse. <laughs> but by the way, he just knew where her house was. Yeah. yeah. He googled freak. And the only reason why she put the hex was she would he wouldn't show. 
her his penis. Right. So there's the shot of him on the doorstep showing his penis, so then she lets him in the house. Right. I didn't get that's, that. That's how you yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, his his fat friend in the car is like thinking, oh yeah, he's gonna. You gotta show the tear oh, he's her ass sex. up and gonna have sex. Yeah. That was a uh, oh yeah, that was creepy. So she says you gotta go let her free. Yeah, you have to so let he, her free. There's no real curse. Yeah, she tells him there's no curse. Right. The curse well, has been within you. Which you're yes. like, great. Thanks for making me watch this crappy movie. First of all, it took him like 30 years to realize there is a curse. Mm-hmm. Then she says there is no curse. And he's like, I didn't think there was a curse, even though you said there was. <laughs> but uh, Jessica Alba, how does she forgive him? Well, there's a penguin uh, comparison. I know. There's a sick penguin. Why is the penguin sick? Because his girlfriend left, and so now he's not cleaning his feathers, and he's so depressed. And the brother says to her something along the lines of, well, you know, if she would only come back to him, and when you're in love with someone... That you know, it makes you crazy. So, so the brother's rooting the brother. for Dane Cook and the, saying, he he's crazy in love with you. It's not that he's just crazy. So and you do crazy I, things I, yeah. when you love so she, someone. She takes advice from a ridiculously Stone stoner brother. boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> right. Obviously, the worst advice in the world. <laughs> right. Yeah. She she's like, oh. yeah, because it's advice <laughs> about how penguins behave too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. Oh, and that's the he other didn't thing. even know what he was her, talking about. That's what it is. Her room. When you when he finally goes into her room is just loaded with penguin stuff. There's stuffed animals, penguins, there are penguins everywhere. Would you want to bring penguins home with you if you're working with penguins all day? But she loves them so much, and that's what the brother says to her: When you love something so much, you become obsessed with it. Nice. And so that's what that's what hits her at home. That's what hits her right. in the heart. Was oh, he loves me so much. He's obsessed with. By the way, the guy is completely baked at the time. She's totally. <laughs> if she had said, "What do you want? Drugs?" Yes, as I am on drugs. I am a stoner. We established that in yeah. scene one. And I'm trying to make you box. feel better about this guy that you thought was all stalkery. So think about it this way: You know how you have in a your apartment is just completely full of penguins. Yeah. I'm willing to bet his apartment is completely filled with pictures of you. you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, so that makes okay. me feel better. Yeah, in that case, I'll go to him. Picture like a penguin. That's good. <laughs> well, can we talk about the best friend? The guy is played by um, Dan uh, Fogel. Fogler. Fogler, who uh, just won a, uh, a Tony, and he won a Tony, so he became the hot guy at the moment. Everyone had to cast him. And he's in Balls of Fury, which I thought was a funny movie. Yeah, and he's actually good in it, which is like shocking because he's so bad in this one. He's so over the top. He was in Kung Fu Panda, had a couple lines. It was like they just made every, put him in every movie, and then he just disappeared. He, but so this film, he's just an asshole. Is a horrible human being. Well, they establish him as the kid in the Seven Minutes in Heaven. Right. As the one who wants to <laughs> violate this young ten-year-old girl in the closet. Really so we are, and he's like, I want to touch right. her boobs. So we already established like he's a boob guy. <clears throat> he's, a, he's, he's a boob guy, and he's insensitive to women. Did you see where they arre- in the extended version? Yeah. Where after that scene, they arrest that guy's parents. No. <laughs> no. <I'm just> no. <laughs> like, obviously, something <laughs> fucked up is going on at home. Someone's touching somebody. Yeah. That's a yeah. big closet they were spending those seven minutes in. Huge. Yeah. By the way, well have you heard lit. of this? game seven minutes in heaven sure was it ever seven seconds in heaven well it was weird because it was also a spin the bottle is that a combo game yeah, I, I never spin, was invited you know to those in, games think, to play that's how so. you know where to go in the, in the uh, closet i think there are variations of seven minutes in heaven that involve drawing cards and stuff 
And I thought spin the bottle was just you spin the bottle and you kiss the person that, that is, lands that on That is classic spin the bottle. So this was a combo bottle. spin the bottle oh. in seven minutes and a half. I thought spin the bottle was a spin it. When it comes to, to me, people just kind of back away. <laughs> yes, that's it. Is that so the game? Sorry. I thought that was the game. game. Back away. Yeah. Or like, no, we, no, I ain't. No. That's what we used to play at my school. <laughs> no, I ain't. Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. I got better things to do. Yeah, spin the bottle was was a tough one, wasn't it? Because because you know you're either so young that you don't want to play it, or then you're too old for it. Right. Then How about you were never doing? invited? <laughs> I was. I played a lot of spin the bottle. At <laughs> home alone. <laughs> alone. I practiced a lot. Um, yeah, it's my record player, the one leftover stuffed animal, or seven leftover stuffed animals, which is why I played a lot of. Spin the bottle and doctor. So let's let's wrap up this film. So, um, oh, right. so he becomes a boob doctor because he loves boobs. This guy, uh, the Curtis mm-hmm. Armstrong, he's basically doing the Curtis Armstrong booger mm-hmm. from um, mm-hmm. Revenge of the Nerds. He's, yeah, so he's playing this awful guy, and he's supposed to be the best friend. He, he, of course, he takes advice from him also. Like mm-hmm. they have the worst friends in these movies. The best friend should be a little bit better if you can take advice from. Him at the end, we have to obligatory take advice. But he does fall in love. We see yeah. the softer side of his best friend, Stu. Right. He falls in love with a woman. But the, she's not just any woman, is she, Judy? No. No. What's special about her? Anne Boleyn was famous for the same thing. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Did she? Three breasts. Wow. Yeah. Really? Anne Boleyn? Apparently Anne Boleyn had she, three breasts. She overdid That's stuff all the time. sounds made up. No. Yeah. That absolutely... I've heard that. And the woman in total For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say. It's a fact, but that has come down Where do you think that rumor came from for you? Like when you say my I mom, heard it. My mom. Your mom. mom, your my mom, mom. Wait, isn't, isn't Anne Boleyn the one that like Henry yeah. founded the Anglican church over so that mm-hmm. he could marry her? Mm-hmm. So, you know, people do so have So like the Anglican church is founded upon the love of a three-breasted, three-breasted woman. I'll join. Hallelujah. Do we know? <laughs> Amen. Listen, That's the place. She had an extra nipple. nipple. She had a nipple in her Probably, armpit or something but like that. Through the generations, it went from third nipple to a third breast. How did this come up in conversations? Were you at dinner with Thanksgiving? No. Was it Purim? Honey, if you keep doing My. that, you will grow a third breast. Like Anne Boleyn. <laughs> I Who? swear to God, you're going to be Anne Boleyn if you keep doing that. The no, band no. Berlin? My mom. <laughs> oh, three breasts in the band Berlin? <laughs> No, my mom always has like these fun facts, and yeah, that's a, that's I remember a fun as fact. a kid her telling me. But it's always like an aside, you uh-huh. know. It's like, oh, what are you learning today? Anne Boleyn, three breasts. So she's like <laughs> gossiping about her, like she's somebody down the street. <laughs> she's just walked in the water. I'm just saying. <laughs> Moses, terrible swimmer. You're walking around like you're some kind of Anne Boleyn. Three breasts, by the way. Oh, you're hey. an Anne Boleyn? <laughs> With your three breasts. So, the, the, so he falls in love with a woman who has three breasts. Right. And that's the greatest thing. And they show and we do get to see him at the end. At the, the very the end during the, the credits. Movie, yeah. I gotta say, they're not stingy with the breasting, with the topless nudity in this movie. They just... Lots of breasts. No, yeah. So, no you know, there's no reason for that. Yeah. So, it, he chases after her um, of by course, the way, an airplane. There was that woman, by the way, where when he takes off her panties, she has a tattoo right above her vagina that says, I love George W. Uh, Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. It's very unlikely that anybody has that tattoo. I had a friend. Because I think if you're a big fan of, of, of George W. Bush, you don't love the fact that, you know, his name, you know, is also your pubes. 
What if you're a big Colin Powell fan? It's like it's like I don't think I don't think a lot of people have turned their bodies into rebuses anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love Colin Powell. <laughs> you, ta- you tattoo it over your ass. I love Colin. You, you haven't seen my Cheney tattoo? No. No. Um, <laughs> reverse arrow. When you look up, you see Cheney. Like, oh. First name's my mouth. You didn't get it. Okay. Also, so. I mean, no, no, nobody has that tattoo. Nobody. Also, because then what happens? You get a Brazilian, right? Then what happens? The joke's Then gone. your tattoo makes no sense. George, George w. w. What? Ball. George W. Vag? I mean, what, what, that makes no sense. So now you're now you're committed to pubes for the rest of your life just to make your, your body rebus that work. That's true. You can't. Yeah. Just to make the joke work. You gotta commit you to ha- that joke. You know what you have to do is you have to, you know, when people fix tattoos, they tattoo over it. You would just yeah. have to tattoo Mount. What? Baldy. <laughs> Mount Baldy instead of... <laughs> oh. Probably not I, what you would do. No. <laughs> At all. I'm sitting here saying, do I cut it or do I leave it? <laughs> oh, you leave Mount Baldy where it is. So, or, so, so the first thing I think is, is what's going on when you see a, a tattoo that says Mount above a bitch. Oh. Must she must be bald underneath. So I should be moving it on. So um, <laughs> we get to the end of the film. There's the obligatory plane chase sequence. Yes, they run toward each other. Yeah. Practically. Yeah. I mean, the movie ends with, obviously, they get together and it's Yes, they cheesy. fall in love. I mean, would you recommend this film? Mm, um, I didn't think it was... It's not like a classic bad movie that's... Um, my recommendation is if you're going to get into the Dane Cook oeuvre, um, you really will do better just for sheer bizarreness and, and actually um, at least one very funny performance um, with Employee of the Month. Oh, yeah. Oh. Big fan of that. Yeah, that is a, for for that kind of movie. As in terms of it being that bad. It's really, really bad, and there's, you know, it's funny wild, too, and there's funny scenes in it, too. Yeah. Dak Shepard is... Great. Yeah. And everything. He's really, really funny in it. We, we brought him up before in um, Old Dogs. He's really funny. Yeah. And Idiocracy, which is a great movie overall, but he's very funny in that. Uh, I just think if you like to see breasts, I say go see this film. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a lot. And and see some ridiculous. And there's one line of dialogue that drives me crazy. Um, he's in the car. She talks about. She's like, "Oh, I love penguins. I love to do this thing." And he says, "He doesn't say, tell me more or like what." Mm-hmm. He says details. <laughs> All right. And again, that line just takes you out because that's something that reads on the page. Right. But no one says he doesn't say it like that though. Does, does he? No, he goes, details. 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 Mm-hmm. Like, like mammoth. All of a sudden, details. <laughs> Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> Detail. Tell Peng. Win, bang. Win. All right, well, let's wrap it up. I want to thank. <laughs> Just to have it eat. Bang. Win, motherfucker. <laughs> what? You know, yeah, it's so hard because like you have to edit so much when you're doing a podcast with somebody with Tourette syndrome. <laughs> Fuck, crap. I gotta edit this shit. I gotta I'm stop s- cursing. I'm just glad we understand what he's saying. Yeah. It's going to be hard to edit Judith out of this entire thing. It's really, I mean, it's going to take time. It'll be worth it, but it's going to take a lot of time. Um, Again, Tau Creative Studios. Uh, And the guys, thank you guys for uh, recording us and staying late and doing this. It's a beautiful place. Again, I don't know what the hell they do. I think they do something with movies, right? Sometimes. And, And music and things. They've got a sweet setup. If you're thinking of doing whatever it is they do, do it here. Uh, Noam Dromia from MIP Talk. Yeah. He helped me out with the podcast stuff. 
show is called MIP Talk. It's a podcast video. It's they interview very important, uh, most interesting person. That's what MIP stands for. I am starting a show called Not So Much. Um, <laughs> but check out his show. And uh, thank you very much. And I apologize to the guys I know who worked on the film. But seriously, all right. Who, who do you know on the film? Now the part that you're going to edit out. Tell me uh, who you knew in the film. I mean, obviously, you, you produced Dane, right? I've worked with Dane. It's always very funny when I worked with him. And I know Barry Katz, his manager, from when I was a kid. Uh, he was the manager of a friend of mine, and I've known him since I was I've met that guy. Really nice guy. Yeah, totally. Really good guy. And I'm actually trying to get his wife to do the show, because he's very funny. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Screw him. Anyway, go to proudlypresents.com. <laughs> Check out uh, mediayenta.blogspot.com. Do you have anything to do with your show? In the Glow, every last Sunday of the month at M-Bar is an alternative comedy show that I co-host with Allison Becker. So M-Bar in Los Angeles, look that up. It is 1253 North Vine Street. It's Vine and Fountain every last Sunday of the month, 9 o'clock. You had on Steve Agee last time I was there. Steve Agee and Nick Kroll and... uh, Todd Todd, uh, Levin. Todd Levin. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. He was on the show. Sex, Our Bodies, Our Junk. Todd's book is coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's not here. Screw him. He had other plans. <laughs> Don't buy this plans. fucking book. Uh, and you also wait, Judith. Oh. You're also in a show called Quitters, which is online. That's right. Check that Go out. to Adam.com, Adam. and we have a trilogy of Quitters. It's a very funny show. Girls quitting smoking. And Adam's on the way they do. Yeah. Wait, wait, don't tell me on NPR. You're right. So if you eat granola, you probably listen to the show anyway. Gee, yeah. I mean, it's not a requirement. No. And um, Bill and uh, Bill Maher, real time comes back. Real time comes back in uh, two in three weeks. Well, it depends when you're going to put this on. It'll probably be on by the time this goes on <laughs> mid season. So check out real time. It's very funny. So thank you very much and thanks, guys. I know you want to go home. Thank you. I appreciate it. Check out proudlyresents.com.